Welcome back, new or returning listener. This is your host, Elise Nicole, with my podcast, Consider This. Today, we are talking about my problem with the new Gossip Girl. Now, if you are not aware, there is this new series on HBO that is famous, Gossip Girl, which originally came out in 2007, and they're basically rebooting it this year. Brand new cast, fresh faces, but... The famous Gossip Girl is still the same person in the middle of all of the storylines. I do want to note before I start this episode that I will be talking explicitly about the show. So spoiler alert to anybody that has not watched the show yet. Literally just pause this podcast, save it to your episodes to listen to later. And then you can come back when you've at least literally watched. I think it's two episodes are out now or three, I believe. Watch those, then come back and we can discuss. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I have a few problems with the new Gossip Girl. Listen, I'm here for reboots, I really am, but there's a reason why Hollywood does not do them that much. Reboots can be hit or miss. With TV shows, I feel like they're the worst because number one, with this reboot, you don't have the original cast. The famous Blair Waldorf, the Serena Vanderwoodson, the Nate Archibald, the Dan Humphrey, the Chuck Bass, like it's not gonna be the same because they already set the bar of conflicts and the drama. So this Gossip Girl that came out this year on HBO Max, it's basically the same setup. It's still the Upper East Side, I believe, (laughs) and it is these high class high school students that go to this private school. And then of course we have the underdog character. Her name is Zola, who happens to be sister with the high profile student. Um, I'm gonna just call her Jay, cause I think that's the abbreviation of her name. And let's just say their sister dynamic is very interesting, but intriguing at the same time of how they go about this. Because Jay, she's not your average high profile student that we're used to in these mean girl, good girl battle outs. From my own observation, I feel like she's trying the bad cop and the good cop at the same time. But I feel like deep down inside, that's not who she wants to be. So that's a little summary about those two characters. And then there's um, Jay's posse. She has her two wing women that are to her beckoning call. She wants to freaking wreck havoc of whoever gets in her way of her throne or whatever, her social status. Those two are literally, they're the worst. They'll literally end anybody that comes in their way or hers or any, any one of their friends. And then of course we have Obi who is in my perspective, like Nate Archibald, but he's more of like a Dan Humphrey type of looking Nate Archibald. Like he still has the charm and the charisma of Nate Archibald, but he does have that kind of sluggish type of look that's kind of cute, like Dan Humphrey. And then we have the three other friends. One of them reminds me of a Blair Waldorf. She's blonde in this show. And then Chuck Bass, I believe he's bisexual, but I can't remember, but There's him and then the blonde girl, she has a boyfriend who I can't remember his name, but that's a whole thing. I really want to discuss my key problems with this new Gossip Girl. Here's the catch. Remember how, spoiler alert, the Gossip Girl that we all came to know in 2007's show of Gossip Girl was Dan Humphrey. He was the culprit. 
he was the one behind all of the, you know, you love me, XOXO gossip girl, which I'm not going to lie. Me and my sister talked about this. We personally did not like that they chose Dan Humphrey to be Gossip Girl because number one, it wasn't really a good plot twist. I feel like it was very random and it just felt like a fill-in because they were just like, well, let's just choose someone that, you know, wouldn't be that predictable, but doesn't even make sense when it's not that predictable. My sister made a good point. It would have been better if they made Vanessa, who not only single-handedly tried to basically create a presence of her own with these high-profile people like Blair and Serena in their world. But on top of that, she literally got pushed out of NYC by those people because of she doesn't have enough money like them and all that. And then she was dating Nate. It's a whole shebang, but literally she has the most motive to literally have revenge against those people. But of course, Dan, I guess being the outsider and all that, then he has his motive. But I feel like Vanessa's would have hit more harder and would have been a really great plot twist. But that's just my two cents. Here's the catch with this Gossip Girl. So instead of waiting till the end of the series to find out who the real Gossip Girl is, they set the story with the Gossip Girl being made and introduced to us. Very weird to say that the Gossip Girls are the teachers. Yes, I said that right, the teachers. These are the teachers of this private school and they basically decided to take upon the role of being the new Gossip Girl. And I find it really odd and interesting at the same time. But here's my problem with them being the new supposed quote unquote Gossip Girl. Now, there's a difference. The old Gossip Girl, she was a he, <laughs> and she was a high school student. So, of course, they're gonna know everything that goes on with the high school drama and all that. So that's what made the stories more clickable, made them like, you know, like eye-catching, like in your face. But with teachers, do they really know everything going on with their students' lives? That's where it gets crazy, since they know we're the teachers, what do we know about our students? They take the initiative to literally dwell into their students' lives, which is where I get into the problem with that. The question I have is how are the teachers going to maintain being Gossip Girl without overstepping as adults into minors' lives? Because with everything going on with the teacher hooking up with the little student and all this crap, in a writer's perspective, I feel like this is a very risky take on who the Gossip Girl to be. And I like that the Gossip Girl of this season is female, but she's also an adult and she's a teacher and she's overstepping her boundaries as a teacher and as an adult altogether. So it's very weird. Um, I do wanna note a specific thing that made me kind of scratch my head of being like, ah, that's a little bit weird. So the first episode, and guys, this was literally only the first episode. That's how crazy this got. One of the teachers that are part of the alliance of the so holy gossip girl clan they created, they basically found a way to find Obi, the Nate Archibald of the show. They found his house and Zola happened to be at Obi's house because it was raining. She was going to get a change of clothes from him. So on their end, it's kind of weird that they're changing in front of a huge fat window, but you know, whatever. You do what you gotta do. So basically, Zola and Obi, number one, they were, they turned their backs to each other. 
Obi was half-dressed, Zola was as well. The teacher happened to be in the perfect position outside the window to see both of them clearly are changing in each other's presence. What does the teacher do exactly? He takes a picture, which is so highly inappropriate and creepy. And he realized that after he literally came back to the main leader of the Gossip Girl clan, he literally said, I literally will go to jail. Like I need to delete this and all that. And I'll be honest with you guys, I don't even remember if they even deleted the picture, but it's so gross. It's just like, are you guys that desperate? And I'm not even gonna lie, y'all can correct me. I really don't understand their purpose with being Gossip Girl in this former matter. In the beginning, they're saying supposedly to get back power because, you know, being a teacher at a private school, they don't get respect from high profile students and all that, and they don't get paid enough and all that. I get that. But with being Gossip Girl, acting in this matter, indwelling yourselves into minors' lives in this form, do you think this is the right way to do this? And who knows? The writer probably was trying to, you know, take this risky way of them doing this to kind of showcase that's what's going to happen. They're going to end up at a crossroads and see, wait a minute, I'm stepping a boundary I shouldn't be stepping in. Like, this is out of my boundary. I'm a teacher. I am an adult. This is weird. It's like some of them self-consciously have that idea, but then it just, oh, whatever. Well, we need a new post. Let's go see what's going on with this um, student's life now. It's very weird. Um, but yeah, and that leads to my next question. Like, how are they going to balance their important duties as teachers and still deliver on the gossip as gossip girl like for example they have a duty to protect zola because if you didn't watch the first episodes literally jay and her evil twins <laughs> it's like what i call her backup women they are out to get zola like it's it's a lot it's just like she has a target on her back only because she's new she's not like them and she's a sister of jay that happens to be her on and off nemesis like that's scary and the crazy thing is the lead teacher with this gossip girl clan she knows pretty much all of this but she doesn't decide to protect zola in some way or form or at least help her not get in all of this trouble because there is parts where it is zola's fault but and part of getting the bashing and the bullying from her sister and her evil twins, that's where I'm like, yo, come on. If your mission is to get back your power, you shouldn't be going after the girl that is not trying to cause that trouble. She's trying to debunk it, but clearly she does not have all of the tools to do that. You do. So take the game from Jay, turn it on her, in a way or fashion to teach her a lesson that she shouldn't be putting the target on her own sister like that over and over again. But it's becoming like a mat, like a, what's the word? Like a cat and mouse type of situation. Like Gossip Girl, she's running. <laughs> and Jay's like the cat, like she's like, where are you going? I wanna see what you're doing. It's just very, it's a lot. So like, yeah, they have a duty to protect Zola because at the end of the day, besides Gossip Girl, they are teachers. Their duty is to protect the students. Their duty is to freaking hear out these students. And as far as we know, she is a good student who needs 
protection and support from these high-profile high students that literally bully these kids down to the ground. Because if these teachers play this the wrong way, and yes, this is like a game, then this will become Zola being the punching bag, serving as like a hit medium between the teachers and the high-profile students. So like, you know, if the teachers you know, throw a punch with one post about Jay, then Jay's immediately gonna go to Zola. I mean, like, you're the one who made this post. And then Zola's gonna get another punch from Jay. And then Gossip Girl's gonna come back again with another punch. And Zola is like the middle piece. Whatever move she makes on this chessboard, it's going to dictate how the king or queen is gonna move in the pawn. That was such a weird metaphor. I don't even know if I made sense with that. But Zola is the middle piece. If she makes a move that is wrong, then she's toast. And that's why I feel so bad for Zola. Number one, again, I don't know her whole story. As far as I know, she's a good person. She's trying to do her best to navigate this new life in New York. So of course she's going to make mistakes, <laughs> but she's not the person the wrong here. It's Jay and her friends who are highly problematic and crazy that are making this just so much for her. It's gonna be really interesting to see how they're gonna play out this dynamic with Gossip Girl and Jay and all of this, it's gonna be crazy. Then that leads to another thing I have a problem with this new Gossip Girl. This will always be a discussion that will come up when it comes to casting people of color, black people <laughs> in films and in TV shows. So there's one of her bad people, one of Jay's bad people, um, I can't remember her name, but she's dark-skinned, beautiful girl. She seems like a total saint in person. But what I have a problem with, with just television and media in general, is making the dark-skinned girl the villain. I am a dark-skinned girl myself, and you know what? I kind of find it annoying that the narrative that's always pushed towards the audiences that seems, you know, quote unquote, popular or quote unquote, clickable is making the dark skin girl a villain, which is annoying. And then the person that happens to be the protagonist, she happens to be light skinned. So then it plays onto this stereotype of, oh, dark skinned women will always be rude and mean to the opposite girl that is literally lighter toned than her, which is not true. People are people. We shouldn't be basing that off of their skin tone. End of story. So, yeah, I don't like that that's a continued thing with the writing. Like, can we switch it up, you know? It's just annoying to me. Um, but yeah, it's just so played out and I and it's annoying to me. Um, but yeah, in real life, like I said, I feel like she's she has great fashion sense, obviously. The girl's killing it. I just wish she wasn't the antagonist. That's just my personal thing. And then the next thing is, it's like the same story plot to me, but it's just different looking people. So the whole, the Zola like versus Jay situation, it's like the same type of dynamic with Blair and Emily. You know, Emily, small town girl, wants to be this huge fashion person. Maybe Zola doesn't want to be that, but she wants to be someone, you know, that wants to do something good for the world. And then Jay, she's like the Blair Waldorf trying to be like, no, you're you're trying to get with my guy. You're trying to get this. You're trying to get that. You're trying to get this. So then it becomes a battle that is not initiated by <laughs> Zola, aka Emily. It's initiated by the new Blair Waldorf. So then it becomes a whole battle and then it becomes a whole thing with 
what happened in 2007 TV show. Literally, Blair ridicules Emily down to the ground, what is happening with Jay and Zola. And when she gets to Emily's breaking point, which Jay will at some point do with Zola, she's going to leave. She's going to leave and go back to where she came from, out of the city, back to the suburban life. That's what happened with Emily. That's the same thing that's going to happen with Zola. Maybe it won't be the same type of timeline, but it's going to be the same type of plot. And I just wish they switched it up a little bit. But of course, they did switch it up a little bit with the, you know, two daddies, one mama situation between those two. So that's, that's interesting. But it just feels like the same thing, but they just switched it a little bit. And that's it. This episode is going to be short because I just wanted to get these thoughts out of my head real quick about this show. I do find it intriguing. I love the scoring, great music. Um, yeah. One last thing I do want to note. This is just, this isn't like a problem. It's just annoying to me about the show. Obi. Listen, he's cute. He's cute and all, okay? But... <laughs> What's so annoying about him is this common theme with boy characters in shows is them being stupidly clueless. And that is something, stupidly clueless. He basically, huh, he wants to get to know Zola, wants to date her, da, 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 da. Like, I don't know why he's not connecting the dots to why Zola is not spending time with him or, you know, wanting to go out in public with him because... Well, your ex-girlfriend isn't really the kindest people in the world or the sanest people in the world. So it's annoying to me that he doesn't take that in consideration because he doesn't see that literally if Zola makes a wrong move next, then it's over for her. But you know, he has this privilege. It's like, well, if I do this, I'll be fine. But with her, she's like, if I do that, I'm screwed. So that's so annoying. It's so played out. It's the same thing but it's whatever. So yeah, and that kind of reminds me of the Vanessa and Nate Archibald situation. It's it's giving, why are you making these guys so stupid? But you know, we're not gonna talk about it. But yeah, those are my quick thoughts about the new Gossip Girl. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend you guys to watch it because it is interesting. I'm not gonna lie, the, it is interesting with the dynamics and all that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, like usual, make sure to follow us on our listening platforms and please leave us a review if you can. I would love to hear from you guys. And also feel free to follow us on our Instagram that is considered this media all lowercase. And yeah, that is it for this episode and I will see you later, friend.